It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Alexis, what do you remember about the year 2010? <laughs> 2010, I don't know. All I know is we didn't have kids. Nope. We were free as a bird, having fun. <laughs> I don't remember anything else but like that freedom. Freedom. <laughs> freedom. Well, I will remind you that in 2010, very early in our agency's life, we had a client, Paramount Promotions. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Okay. So they were like a big print shop, but they didn't just do like normal print jobs. No. No. They did awesome stuff. One of their print production jobs that we were able to get like a lot of press around was for a little brand that maybe you've heard of called Tostitos. Oh, yeah. And they still do. They are like the official sponsor of one of those football games. They were. They were. They were the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. They ended. But... Paramount Promotions, like, created these giant inflatable Tostitos bags. And we're talking, like, 25-foot inflatables. They were for the Fiesta Bowl, and that was when it was the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. And we had news crews out to Paramount Promotions, like, their parking lot a few days before the Fiesta Bowl. And we showed off, like, the giant chips and giant jars of salsa all being blown up. I mean, it made for really good morning TV. Yeah. It was so much fun. And it was a great hit for our client, but also like for Tostitos, right? Yeah. I great was awareness. hoping we'd make an inflatable of you. That would be <laughs> hilarious. Like a like one of those guys with the arms by the car dealerships. <laughs> well, we did not make one of me, but despite that experience, seeing those Tostitos bags all blown up, I never really realized how much super creative work Tostitos puts into its ad campaigns and brand stunts. But they do. I know. You love chips and salsa. I mean, that's what I had for lunch today. I like Tostitos lime and paste salsa. Oh, really? I don't know anyone who knows them or who loves chips and salsa as much as you. Yep. So I figured you were the girl to talk to about this topic. Can I go bring my... (laughs) This is like the best day. White Claw and chips and salsa. Okay. By the way, I'm opening my other White Claw. Do it. Okay. Well, chips and dip is kind of basic, right? It's like a basic appetizer essential. Or a meal essential if you're Alexis. (laughs) Tostitos is owned by Frito-Lay, which is a subsidiary of PepsiCo. Ooh. Yeah. And PepsiCo is the largest globally distributed snack food company. So along with Tostitos, Frito-Lay produces Fritos, Cheetos, Doritos, Lays and Ruffles, like all my BFFs. I love them all. I I love them. And they also do many other things, obviously. But Tostitos didn't hit the market until 1979. And I was actually really surprised that it was that late. Yeah. I thought it was late. It seems like it's been around forever. But I was born in 83, so that's forever. (laughs) Forever to me. And actually in 79, Frito-Lay's product development group completed their new creation. They were round, made of white corn, and had a authentic Mexican flavor. 
And actually part of achieving this authenticity occurred after research discovered that Mexicans, after cooking corn with inorganic lime, did not rinse the corn completely. And so the resulting stone ground corn masa had a higher content of lime and higher pH. So when the calcium hydroxide reacts with oil, it gives the chips this like very specific taste, the taste you love. Yes. I'm really, my mouth is watering. But isn't that kind of the grossest explanation you've ever heard? Some weird chemical with (laughs) another weird chemical in an oil. Yes. But after successful test marketing in 79, Tostitos traditional flavor and Tostitos nacho cheese flavor went into national distribution in 1980 in the United States. And it reached sales of $140 million, making it one of the most successful new product introductions in Frito-Lay history. In the first year. That's pretty bomb. Yeah. I mean, that's... Wait, what were the flavors again? It was their original and their nacho cheese flavor. Oh. Yeah. Are you going to talk about their lime? Because that's all I buy. I, I buy lime. Like, you do not come into this house and there's no – if there's like three bags of lime chips because my kids love them and I love them. I, and the salt and the lime is phenomenal. So good. But on Super Bowl, you have to have the scoops because I need to get my bean dip and scoop it yes. in there. But recently – Tostitos, the scoops have been a little weak, so you got to get a spoon and scoop them in there. Oh, that's a bummer. You used to be able to like full-on scoop them, and they wouldn't break. Now they break. They really cheapened the scoops. They cheapened the scoops. But they're still so cute. They're like these little, little like flower pots. Dishes, yeah. Well, there are somewhere around 210 billion tortilla chips consumed (laughs) every year. (laughs) What? <laughs> 210 billion tortilla chips. How does anyone in the world, how do you quantify that? Like, are they counting how many chips people eat? That is bullshit. They know. I know. I call bullshit. You're so right. Like, do they, how, in, yeah, they don't even know they count in each bag. That's some PR you person. You like, can't fucking oh, sorry. No, you're so right. You're so right. I mean, but really, you don't really think twice about chips and salsa, but, well, maybe you do because you're like chips and salsa obsessed. Tostitos really has put so much work into making sure that like when you walk down that chip aisle, you associate Tostitos with the tortilla chips that you need to buy. Yeah. Right? Like period. If you buy like some of the ones at the market, they're like there's not enough salt. They're like dry. Is the market the same as the grocery store? (laughs) Or is it different? Is it fancier? It's fancier. (laughs) And the best part is their ads rarely focus on the functional benefits of the chips. They only focus on the emotional benefits, kind of like White Claw. Interesting. Yes. And like I said, it works. In 2019, Tostitos sold more than $650 million of its original chips and another $485 million of its Tostitos scoops. The scoops, you cannot, like if I go to a, well now, <laughs> I've always had a Super Bowl party and a Halloween party, but like if I go to a party, like a Super Bowl party and there's no scoops. I'm like, You're like, who are you? Who are these people? They didn't even get the scoops. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like a staple. It is. I wonder how many but, scoop bags they sell. But I'm also like now secretly notating that Alexis <laughs> will judge me if I have a party without scoops. Any one of my friends, if you don't have scoops. Anyways, those two chips are the clear leaders. I have to say your lime chips didn't show up in any of my data. 
No, because people are weird with that stuff. They don't want like – some people you either like Lyme or you don't like Lyme. Yeah, right? totally. During the pandemic, sales skyrocketed. I mean, Frito-Lay North America sales rose 7% in the first nine months of 2020. But I like, want to know how fat people got during they the got pandemic. Fat. Because they got fat. Because we just fat. talked about alcohol getting their sales scaling. Now we're talking about tortilla chips. I mean, they stayed beans. home. They snacked and they snacked some more. And the U.S. Census data and the Simmons National Consumer Survey showed that in 2020, 3.51 million Americans consumed eight or more bags of Tostitos in 2020. In your house, you consumed eight or more in a week, probably. Um, <laughs> probably, because Caden and I fight for our own bags, so yeah. Yeah. So... Actually, the entire global tortilla chip market is expected to reach $43.9 billion by 2026, and the U.S. tortilla chip market is estimated to end the year at around $7.3 billion. That's a lot of chips. You know what I love about this podcast is like I would never think that that many tortilla chips are eaten or like people make that, that much you, money. I love that you were like, no, no one counted the fucking chips. Like there's no way. I mean, come on. Like is that chip bags or is that <laughs> chips? Like what about the little crumbles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like is that counted as an actual chip? What constitutes the is it counting like, of a if chip? If it's a half a chip, does it count? Or if it's but like a broken But how do you know if it's a half a chip? What's the size? It could be, That could be counted as two chips. Are there like nerds out there that are like, you know, ranking this stuff. <laughs> Is there someone in your pantry that's like <laughs> counting? Show me the bowl of chips. Let me see how many chips you have in this bowl. Anyways, yeah. today we're starting somewhere a little different, okay? Okay. We're starting at the Super Bowl. Awesome. Can you picture yourself there? Like at like at a party or at <laughs> like the event? Wherever you would be watching the game. Oh, yeah. I'll be in my cul-de-sac for okay. Super Bowl. So the year was 1997. And... Alexis. It was days before Super Bowl 31 at the Louisiana Superdome, and it was a Thursday to be exact. It was the final rehearsal for the halftime show, which is always an insane production. Can we agree? We can agree. Okay. This specific halftime show was no different. It was titled Blues Brothers Bash, and it featured actors Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd. Who the hell is that guy? You don't know who Dan Aykroyd is? (laughs) No. Let me shut that over again. No, that's better. You better keep that on this podcast. Dan Aykroyd. Who, describe him to me. Who is he? You don't know? Like, what is he in? I mean, I think he was in Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Oh, you would not know that. Anyways, Dan Aykroyd, John Goodman, and Jim Belushi as the Blues Brothers. Okay? The show also highlighted blues music and had performances by ZZ Top and James Brown. The show had a crazy stunt planned for the ending. Do you remember this? No. It was a group of 16 pro bungee jumpers, and they were set to jump from the upper level of the Superdome, which was 100 feet above the ground. What are they doing this fun shit anymore? Well, you're about to find out. So, on this final rehearsal day, everyone was practicing, including the bungee jumpers. And at this final rehearsal, supposedly volunteers were handling the cords for the jumpers. Oh, my God. Okay. And one of the jumpers, Laura Patterson, a 43-year-old former trapeze artist from Sarasota, Florida, collided headfirst with the cement below 
when the rope wasn't handled properly. Oh, my God. Isn't that horrible? That's horrible. She died instantly, and her family was there watching. (gasps) What? She had kids. That's horrible. I know. It was a horrible tragedy, and they ended up honoring her at the halftime show. And obviously, like, they pulled the jumpers. Like, that ended up not being part of the show. And, I mean, sincerely, my heart totally goes out to her and her family. And I'm sure you're wondering, like, what does this have to do with Tostitos? Well, it just so happened that Tostitos, in a really sick twist of fate, had produced its big Super Bowl commercial to air during the big game. And it was a commercial that centered around one of the hottest trends in the 90s, extreme sports. Oh, man. That was the decade of the X Games. It was when the extreme sports channel launched. Like, they were everywhere. Remember? Yeah. And so they pulled it. So their commercial featured actor Chris Elliott. And you'll know him. Like, I always think of him as the guy from There's Something About Mary with all those creepy moles, remember, when like, oh, he yeah. gets, like, hives. He's also in Schitt's Creek. Did you watch that show? No, I need to watch it. Oh, my God. Isn't it a comedy? Yes, and it's freaking amazing. I need to watch it. I'm more of like, you know, you like your crime podcast. I'm more of like intense crime shows like Big Sky. I like. You don't need anything lighthearted. Schitt's Creek is a staple. I mean, you have to watch it. It's a cultural phenomenon. As a marketer, you are blind. Okay, you don't watch it. it. (laughs) That's why I have these glasses. Yes, you are. Legit. I'll put them on. Yes. But in the, They're only blue light, by the way. Yeah. In the commercial, Chris makes a bungee leap from a blimp to dip a Tostitos tortilla chip into a jar of salsa in the middle of a football field. And it's a really, like, crazy Wait, so commercial. was the bungee jumping, like, tied to it? No. So... It was just, like, some random thing that they were going to do random thing. I mean, I, so, to be fair, I don't know for sure if Tostitos did know that this was going to be happening, so they, like, purposely filmed a commercial to, like, correlate, but I'm assuming that they did not know, okay? So... So they had to pull their million... How many millions of dollars? Yes. I'm going to show you the commercial real quick. To get at all the vegetables in new Tostitos Ultimate Garden Salsa, they had to invent a more maneuverable chip. Introducing bite-sized Tostitos tortilla chips and ultimate garden salsa. Isn't that commercial just crazy? That is crazy. I totally remember it. Yeah. So like I said, Tostitos obviously had nothing to do with the tragedy, but it was very bad timing for an ad like right after Laura's tragic death, like they couldn't air that ad, no. you know? But the ad had actually been running for weeks leading up to the big game. But who knew about that I know. thing? Like it was a rehearsal, right? So I would know. anyone know? No, well, everyone knew. It was all over the news. But it like ran on a bunch of other networks. But then Frito-Lay chose to pull the ad from the Super Bowl spot 48 hours before the actual game. And that was clearly the right thing the to right do. The right thing. But did you they know? get their money back? No, they they played a different ad. They had two other backup spots. Dude, I got to show you the ad that they ran in. Well, that's smart. Uh, What's in the package? It's a surprise for my mommy. About 16 ounces. This must be the new Tostitos. Ultimate garden salsa, right? Wow, that's amazing. It is, isn't it? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So these must be... Now's a good time. Hey, anytime is a good time for new bite-sized Tostitos tortilla chips and ultimate... How's that your backup? It was not good. I mean, it had the same actor, and but, like, it was just a bad spot. It was just bad. 
And that was, but they had no choice. They had to pull the other one. It's like they needed a better backup. That's what I think. So anyways, they did the right thing. Like it was clearly a really bad stroke of luck, but I am happy to tell you that Tostitos marketing has gotten only better since the 90s. Awesome. Yeah. So let's start with the logo. Okay. The Tostitos, like the first Tostitos logo in 1979, and really it ran through 2003, was simply this typeface with like a red dot over it, like over the eye. Okay. Right? And it then transitioned its logo in 2003. And Lex, can you describe that? Can you see it? It might be too hard for you to see. Let me scroll down a little bit. Can you describe that? Yeah. It's the Tostitos font, but kind of like all jumbled up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The dot is shrunk down in between the two T's, which look like people. Yep. And then there's like a emblem or badge behind it, which is yellow and red. Yeah, totally. So it's actually a horribly ugly logo. But it's a subliminal message. Okay, you said it. The two T's form two friends sharing chips and salsa. Oh, yeah, that's the salsa. Yeah. So this is actually purposeful and represents one of the key brand pillars. Enjoy a tasty snack with people you like, your friends. Oh, Isn't that cool? And it isn't necessarily like pushing sales. Instead, it's pushing an experience. And many of the brand's ads have taken on that theme. Like they've really carried that brand pillar into everything they've done. Yeah. So as you may know, Tostitos was the sponsor of the Fiesta Bowl for 18 years. A perfect sponsorship for the brand, in my opinion. I mean, Fiesta Bowl, Tostitos, perfect party, right? In 2011, Tostitos chose the halftime of the College Football Bowl Championship Series title game to intro a new campaign that focused on reuniting customers with relatives, friends, former teammates, and lost romantic partners. Okay. Okay? The campaign was called Tostitos Reunites America. And it utilized Facebook as a big driver of getting customers to engage with the brand and participate in the campaign. Interesting. Yeah. And that was a really new tactic for 2011. Like, brands still were rarely on Facebook. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a thing as much as it is today. So, and this campaign played off the fact that more and more people were spending time on social media versus, like, being together, like, as you would call it, IRL, because you just learned that phrase. Yes. (laughs) In real life. In real life. So people were like no longer really building those face-to-face connections as much anymore. They were really spending time on social media. And as the logo tells you, Tostitos is in the business of creating connections among people. Love it. Yeah. Prior to this, Tostitos hosted the Tostitos Connect to Home Bowl, which was like this unique experience that was created exclusively for U.S. service men and women who were stationed in Iraq. So it was like a a football bowl game for them. Wow. Yeah. It was held at Joint Base Ballad on December 21st, 2010. And the event was created to bring a taste of home to our troops serving overseas during the holiday season. So in a bowl game-inspired matchup, college football legends and military heroes played a football game alongside one another. Oh, Isn't that cool? cool. Yeah. So like during the halftime show at the Fiesta Bowl just a few weeks later, Tostitos arranged surprise reunions between some of the military members who had played in the game and their families. 
So it was like this super dramatic and emotionally charged moment. And you see the family members line up and they think they're just there to honor their soldiers who like had played in the game in Iraq a few weeks before. They didn't know they were coming home. But suddenly, sorry, I didn't get that. I didn't know the game was actually played in Iraq. It was. And then suddenly from behind an oversized banner emerged those family members who made the 7,500 mile journey from Iraq and they're standing there to reunite with their families in person. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome all the way from Iraq, your troops. You see like kids crying and freaking out and like the wives and like husbands are freaking out. Like I just, I got so many tears. I know, I like, got it. so many tears. I know, it was beautiful. And the on-field reunions marked the kickoff of the entire Tostitos Reunite America campaign. So following this unveiling, people were invited to the Tostitos Facebook page to apply to be chosen for a reunion with a family member or friend that they were anxious to reconnect with. How cool. Right? So all they had to do was tell Tostitos why they wanted a reunion, and those who were entering were supposed to upload videos to the Tostitos Facebook page to make their case. So you actually can't find the contest like anywhere online anymore. But I did find a video where in March 2011, Tostitos reunited five sisters who were separated by adoption. All sisters shared the same mother but had different fathers. And all of the reunions were filmed and shown on the Tostitos Facebook page. Isn't that so cool? So cool. I know. I love this campaign because... I mean, Tostitos already had, like, in 2011, super high brand awareness. Yeah. Like, they didn't need to really be doing a lot. But consumers, like I said, were already familiar with, like, why they would buy the chips. They're delicious. So this really focused on making a more emotional appeal. And emotional benefits definitely drive people to, like, feel more connected to a brand, right? Yeah, I love that. So I loved that one. I thought it was great. But this next one's really for you. Okay. You're pretty fluent in Spanish. Yeah. Right? Do you ever indulge in telenovelas? Telenovelas? No. Actually, sometimes I do. (laughs) Why am I not surprised? Well, in 2016, Tostitos created a ridiculously amusing telenovela to promote its new spicy chips. Oh my God, let me see. Yep, I'm about to show you. I didn't know they had spicy chips. They do. Welcome to a place full of hunger. Spiciness. Drama. Doble di peste. No, no lo hice. Sí, lo hiciste. Shirtlessness. Oh my God. Amazing, oh my right? That is amazing. That's what I was oh thinking our salsa sensations videos would have turned out like, but they were nowhere close. I know. We, I almost played the salsa sensations. I found the YouTube channel. Oh my God. And it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> that was our one of our first clients. Back in about this time, actually, 2011. Oh my God. Maybe they copied us. Those they definitely copied jerks. us. Anyways, the reality is the launch of new chips and salsa products, like, they're not really that dramatic, right? This video, this trailer, <laughs> I was like, <gasps> oh my God, I love it. it they're like shirtlessness. It is so dramatic. Babies. Babies with beards. Subtitles. Double dipping. (laughs) Like, no. Like, there's yelling. 
It was um, this like telenovela, and it was created. The series was created in partnership with their agency. Wait, it was like a legit series. It was like a four episode series, oh. and it was created with their agency Goodby Silverstein and Partners when they released, like I said, the four episode telenovela titled Botanas del Cielo. Oh, Melissa, that was fabulous. Thank you. Do you know what that means? Sound a little Italian, but it was good. <laughs> you know, snacks from heaven. Yeah, that's what it means. To promote its new Tostitos Cantina Chipotle Thin Crisps. Have you had them? No. I'm going to buy them, though. I'm like getting all these flavors, these additional flavors. It also was promoting the Tostitos Dipatizers Spicy Queso. Yeah. And I've never had their queso. Tostitos Chunky Habanero Salsa. Ooh, Habanero Salsa. Yeah. So the series launched just before Cinco de Mayo, so it was, like, very timely, and it played off the popular cultural phenomena of telenovelas at the time. Remember, like, that was, like, all the rage? So the VP of marketing at the time, Jeff Kellen, said that they wanted to create content that their consumers would find spicy while enjoying Cinco de Mayo, and, of course, the series, he said, was targeted at millennials. Millennials. Shocking. I mean, who was not trying to target Millennials in 2011. Every freaking brand, right? I love that. I want to, now that's my next goal, life goals. Create a telenovela. I know. And you need one, just like uh, Tostitos, that tackles common telenovela themes like wedding surprises, paternity-related drama, and of course, double dipping. (laughs) Chips and salsa played a pivotal role in every episode, of course. And the campaign incorporated paid, owned, and earned strategies to engage customers through multiple touch points. Fans were also able to personalize GIFs. Is it GIFs or GIFs? And there's a GIF. GIF. But if if you look it up, they say GIFs. No, it's GIFs. Who who determines that? Alexis? No. GIFs. I'm just telling you, it's both. Okay. They created GIFs that you could personalize from the show to create themselves as characters from the series. Isn't that so funny? Oh, my God. I know. That is insane. Okay, next one. And this one might be my favorite. In 2017, just about a week before the Super Bowl that year, Tostitos unveiled an amazing new product that it had secretly been working on behind the scenes. Are you ready? What? Actually, I wonder if you bought it. A limited edition, party-safe bag of Tostitos. Do you know how it was party-safe? How? You couldn't crunch them? (laughs) (laughs) Like you couldn't break the chips? Yeah. No. It could tell that you'd been drinking, and it would help you get home safely from a Super Bowl party. Oh. Are you curious how? (laughs) I'm curious. Well, at first glance, it looked like a normal bag of tortilla chips, but this extra special bag could detect... If you had been drinking and it would warn you not to drive and it would call you an Uber. No way. Yes way. Let me see. The bag came equipped with a sensor connected to a microcontroller calibrated to detect small traces of alcohol on a person's breath. So her face right now. Oh my God. (laughs) Should a sober person breathe onto the built-in alcohol sensor while grabbing a chip, the front of the bag would flash a green circle like, good to go. Go ahead. Go drive home. How much money did they spend on these bags? But when the bag detects booze on someone's breath, Alexis Crisse, <laughs> a red steering wheel appears on the front along with the phrase, don't drink and drive. <laughs> and it gives you an Uber code. 
No way. For $10 off your ride home just that day. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's a partnership. So smart. That is so smart. How cool is that? I want to do something like that. How much money did they spend on those bags? Well, they actually only produced like a few bags as a stunt. Ugh. And then they just got so much press around it. But the bag used what was called near field communication, so NFC technology, and it allowed fans to tap the bag with their phone to call a ride and it would put the code into the phone. That is so smart. And it was a partnership with Uber and Mothers Against Drunk Driving. And like I said, they offered partygoers $10 off their Uber ride during and after the February 5th game. Such an amazing... Like how many is a few? Well, of course, like I said, this was just a big PR stunt and only a limited number of bags were actually produced. But almost all of the brand's regular bags of tortilla chips also came with a code that gave Uber like users a $10 coupon just to use on, oh, on the so game sad. day, which like is really what the whole stunt was about. It was about like not drinking and driving. And all customers had to do was punch the last five digits of the barcode like from the bag of chips into their phone and it would automatically give them that 10 bucks off. The company had a goal to get 25,000 cars off the road that night. And actually like I read data that the year before, so 2015, 46% of traffic fatalities that occurred on Super Bowl Sunday were due to drunk driving. And that was a giant leap from the yearly average of 31%. But guess what? What? More than 25,000 people used the Uber code on Super Bowl Sunday that year. Whoa, that is a success. One day. That is so, like, huge. There were, ton- there were tons of press around the chips, but, like, they didn't really produce that many bags of, like, the sensor But, chips. like, the code. But the code was like, everywhere. And they still got the press from all of, like, from the fact that they produce. I mean, if you Google, like, the Uber code or, like, tortilla, like, breathalyzer chips, I mean, there's pages and pages of earned media. Love it's it. It's insane. Isn't that so cool? I love it because it wasn't just, like, about selling chips. It was about keeping people safe and, like, preventing drunk driving, which is love it. so cool, right? So cool. Okay, so moving on from chips that are breathalyzers to something else. Okay, so you never watched Schitt's Creek, you already told me, which is crazy. You have to watch it. But in 2021, Tostitos engaged someone else from Schitt's Creek, Dan Levy. Do you know who he is? No. Okay, he is the son of Eugene Levy. Oh. Who, you know I him. Mean, yeah. He was like, he's invented a billion things. He and, and Dan are both in Schitt's Creek, and you are going to be super embarrassed that you didn't know who he was because you're going to watch it now, and you're going to be like, ah. Okay, because everyone, everyone talks about him, but he is hilarious and so amazing. And in the latest Tostitos campaign, Dan stars opposite, like, another comic talent, SNL star Kate McKinnon. Okay. She's so funny. And in this specific ad, the pair is seen trying to one-up each other, describing and acting out the spiciness of Tostitos habaneros. And it turns into like a friendly rivalry that really shows off each of their comedic skills. Okay. Hey. Warm. Mmm. These Tostitos habanero chips are spicy. I actually think they're really spicy. Hmm. For me, it's a <gasps> spicy. <gasps> now, for me, it's it's sort of like <laughs> you know. I do. For me, mm-hmm. the spice is is pelvicular. Wow. 
I know what you mean. But for me, I think it's it's drama. It's it's Victor. Mm. I'm leaving. That sort of level of spicy. Mm-hmm. For me, it's more of a visual thing. You know, it's like um, it's like that. Ah, hotch, that is spicy. Mm -hmm. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. For me, it's physical. And it's like, it's like, you know, spicy. For me, it's kind of like a, it's, it's a, it's deeper. Wow. It's like this. You win. It's that spicy. Okay. Kate, can you help me up? I have a weak joint. <laughs> oh what do you think? I love it. After a bunch of one-upping, like Kate finally gives in and proclaims that Dan's depiction of the level of spiciness wins as he ends in a faux split and in stuck jeans and is stuck. Yeah, and it's just awesome. She's I like, love how yep. they're like so serious. Like they do it. They do this like for me, it's like a it's like a it's pelvicular like a thing. thing. <laughs> and then like, oh yeah, yeah, and they just go back to being normal. I know, I love it. So along with the ads, there's also an interactive element to the campaign. Starting this past April, consumers are invited through an interactive Snapchat lens to one-up their friends, like Dan and Kate do in the commercial. So I have to admit, like, I'm not really a Snapchat user. I just can't do, like, another social outlet. Like, I couldn't when it came out, and I still really can't. But I was really surprised at some of the stats that I read about Snapchat's AR filter usage. Okay. So in February of 2021, Snapchat came out with some data, and it was specifically around the usage of AR tools during the Super Bowl. Okay. So when a huge range of big-name brands launched Snap Lenses as part of their campaigns like that year, Snapchat reported that over 59 million U.S. Snapchatters engaged with AR lenses on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, my gosh. 59 million. 59 In the million. U.S. And U.S. Snapchatters played with sponsored AR lenses 200 million times. Oh, my gosh. On that day. Like, on one day. It's crazy. So those are obviously huge numbers, and it's a great reminder that Snapchat, and specifically its AR lenses, are still surging in popularity and a great option for brands. Right? Oh, my God. I love it. I know. I, I used to just use Snapchat just for the filters and then take a picture and post them somewhere else. I know. It's so good. So are you ready for some chips and salsa yet? I'm starving. I know. Me too. I was hoping. I was trying to text Wes to bring us some in here. Oh, that would have been amazing. Well, Tostitos spent just about $100 million in advertising in digital and national TV in the past year. Wow. Right? And they continue to be one of the biggest drivers of PepsiCo's growth and profitability. That is insane. No. Overall, I love the ingenuity between or like behind Tostitos marketing and the intention of tying it like into the emotional benefits of the brand. And like I like the idea of togetherness, especially after this 18 months that we got out of. And you just love like, sharing chips and salsa with your friends. I just do. Just no double dipping. Just don't double dip. It's disgusting. Like, make your own bowl if you're a double dipper. Yeah, we always do, like, a kid's bowl, and then... Ugh, kids are the worst. They're disgusting. Don't share bowls with do kids. Do not. Sometimes my kids are like, can I have a drink of your drink? And I'm like, no. I don't care that you literally came out of my body. Like, you are not sharing my drink. 
So what do you think, Lex? Will it stick? I think so. I will stick in my belly. I need some more cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just hit on a few of my sources real quick. Adweek's article titled, Tostitos Created Ridiculously Amusing Telenovela to Promote Its New Spicy Chips by Christina Manios on April 13th, 2016 was really good. The New York Times had a great article from 2011 by Stuart Elliott titled, For Dipping? Sure, but for reconnecting too. And Ad Age's article by Alexandra Jardine from earlier this year titled, See Dan Levy and Kate McKinnon Compete to Describe Tostitos Habanero Spiciness. That was a great one. And then finally, The Drive had a great article from January 17 by Will Sable Courtney titled, Tostitos Smart Party Bag Can Call an Uber for You If You're Drunk. Oh, lovely. <laughs> that was brilliant. Well, thank you for listening, and we hope you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And also, please share this podcast with your friends. And Just like you're going to share some Tostitos. Share the pod. Share the pod. And again, please, we love recommendations. So comment or text us or DM us or whatever, and we would love to cover what you're interested in. Awesome. Have a good night. Thank Go eat you. Some chips. Peace out. Bye. Bye.